0: Praise the Lord. This is Pastor Johnson from Lady Church. Thank you for downloading our podcast. We are so glad we could connect with you through this podcast. Please ensure you subscribe to receive new messages every week. We pray this podcast builds your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and motivates you to live a life of excellence for the glory of our Lord. Thank you for your support. Enjoy the message. Thank you, all of you, for being here and uh, this is uh, a very unique thing. You know, all of you know, I do nothing but just stick to preaching the Word of God, but with the present scenario around and so many of you asking questions on mental health, and I am not a medical person. So, I thought uh, it's best if we have a medical person who can answer these questions. Thankfully, we have with us uh, Dr. John Vijay Sagar. Thank you, doctor, for coming. He is the head of the department uh, for psychiatry uh, and issues related to teens and kids uh, from the very prestigious uh, national institution called Nimhans. And uh, thank you so much again. So he's going to take the questions and help us understand answer from a medical perspective, uh, particularly for us, uh, since this is happening from the church, uh, from a Christian perspective, but it's really more of a medical thing. So, why don't we pray before we proceed? Gracious Lord, we want to thank you. Like it is written in the book of Psalms, how fearfully and wonderfully you have created us. Thank you, Lord, for the amazing wonder that you have made the mind, that you have created us in your image. In the process of understanding, we ask for your blessings. Bless dear Dr. John, his family, and all of us that have come to understand and learn. In Jesus' holy name we pray.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, talking about the mind, Dr. John, I don't know where to start, where to end, because it's such a complex uh, subject uh, we, we hear stories where someone looks so normal and then behaves so abnormal. And then we look at people who we think are very abnormal, especially young people. And then we suddenly find that deep inside they are the most purest form of human beings. And, and yes. there's so much of confusion. So, uh, a lot of us in the church had questions which we sort of uh, compiled. And uh, the first question really is, how do I manage... Anxiety. How do I manage fear, not just in myself but also in the kids, uh, especially in the context of this corona thing? You know, I mean, yes. so much of uh, talk around it. So, will hearing and talking about COVID-related bad news uh, when a child is present will it help them or will it cause more anxiety? And how do we protect them from hearing all this news? So. How would how would you uh, answer this from not just a, as a father as a parent as a doctor uh, and also as a person who has to live in this society? So how would you not just give a medical technical answer but a practical uh, you know maybe point one point two or step one step two? How would you give a pragmatic solution? Yeah.
1: Uh, so this COVID pandemic uh, has been around for. Uh, more than a year now, Mm. and uh, it has caused a major disruption in all our lives. And uh, what we need to understand is, in a major stressful situation like this, uh, no one is immune uh, to the impact of the stress, and whether it be the kids or uh, the adults or the elderly people. And uh, anxiety uh, is something as a normal human response, what one uh, gets during these kind of times. And uh, so, the children as well as adults, it's normal for them to feel anxious, especially about uh, whether I will get the COVID infection first and foremost.
0: So, sorry to interrupt you, but you're you are using the word normal response. So, are you saying that the way we are designed is that when there is a news like this or thing like this, that any normal human would have a level of anxiety.
1: Yes. Uh, Wow. So, uh, this is uh, an event uh, or I would call it as a stressful event that has happened in the environment and it's… I would call it as a chronic stress because it has been going on for uh, more than a year now. Right. Uh, So, uh, these kind of events, they cause uh, uh, anxiety in people and it's quite normal for them to feel anxious. And uh, in the case of COVID-19 uh, pandemic, uh, many of us uh, at one time or the other have become anxious whether we would get infected. Okay. Uh, so, we have all been following the COVID-19 regulations, wearing of masks, uh, social distancing, sanitizing our hands, avoiding unnecessary travel outside home context. Mm-hmm. However, uh, there is still some anxiety, some apprehension saying that, what if I get this COVID infection? Or what if any of my family members get this COVID infection? So, when it comes to children, uh, especially very young children, Mm -hmm. uh, who are uh, below the age of six or seven years, Mm -hmm. uh, their language development is not to a level uh, of that of older children Mm -hmm. uh, or adults. So, they don't uh, express the anxiety in so many words, as uh, the adults or older children do. Right. Uh, however, uh, it may be evident in their behavior. Uh, so, the younger children may just cling to the parents mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes uh, their sleep may get affected. Uh, they may not uh, eat properly and mm-hmm. uh, at times uh, they may throw some tantrum behaviors. Uh, so, uh, these... Uh, features uh, are quite common. Sleep, uh,
0: behavior. behavior of throwing tantrums Tantums. and food eating patterns. Yes, and clinging
1: behavior to parents. Clinging behavior to yes. parents. And uh, uh, they will start asking questions because they may not understand about this COVID infection. Uh, so they may ask a lot of questions to parents saying that right. what it is. And uh, especially these days we see that there is a lot of exposure uh, mm-hmm. to media. Right. Uh, so, right. especially the electronic media and right. even the TV and social media, etc. So, uh, every uh, other minute, actually, there is some or the other adverse news about the COVID 19 infection, Great. like saying that so many people got infected, uh, many people have died, many people are in the hospital. Right. So, there are no beds, oxygen is not available, people are dying on the roads, okay. and sometimes. Uh, In the electronic media, all these images are shown. Yes. Uh, Dead bodies are floating in the rivers and people dying in the ambulances or auto rickshaws uh, without beds. So, uh, children especially become very anxious when they see this kind of… when they are exposed to these kind of images and news. Uh, So, as adults, uh, uh, we are… we have to explain to them uh, in simple language uh, that it is an infection, it's a viral infection. And uh, some of the precautions uh, that we have to take like wearing masks or uh, maintaining the social distancing, avoiding travel, we have to explain to them in simpler terms. And we should say that uh, because the infection rates in children are very low uh, with regards to COVID, so uh, we can reassure them saying that the chances of uh, you getting infected are very less. Mm Also, we need to tell them that any of the adults at home, if they get infected, they will be taken care of. and uh, So, that gives a lot of reassurance to the children. And also, uh, we need to ensure that their routines are not very much affected. Okay. Um, So, these days, we see that, uh, of course, Covid has caused disruption in the routines. One of the major disruptions is schools have been closed. Absolutely. And uh, kids are sitting at home all through the day. Uh, only some online classes are happening, Correct. otherwise uh, their routine is more affected. effective. Going out
0: and playing has
1: been yes. banned. So, all the play spaces are closed. Yes. Uh, so, it is very difficult, uh, no outdoor kind of activity. Yes. Uh, but still, uh, at home, we have to maintain some uh, regular meal times, mm. uh, some play activity indoors only. And uh, so, we will have to provide simple information to them, uh, not overload them with too much information. And also, uh, Pastor, in your question, uh, there was uh, this sentence initially saying, how would I handle anxiety myself? That is very important. Uh, So, uh, I would uh, take an example of whenever uh, we travel on the aircraft. uh, So, there will be an instruction card which will be there, which says that uh, in case there is a landing of the aircraft in the water, you first put that jacket and uh, then you assist the child who is sitting next to you. So, first we have to manage our anxiety. So, uh, because children uh, and uh, especially the teenagers, they will be observing us closely, especially the parents or uh, who are the caregivers at home. And uh, if we get very anxious, uh, if we keep on talking negative things about this COVID, uh, if we spend a lot of time uh, posting these social media messages, adverse social media messages, or forwarding those things, or if you are continuously watching this, some of the channels where they show all these negative kind of uh, issues right. related to COVID, uh, we ourselves become anxious. Mm. Uh, so that needs to be avoided. And uh, we have to first practice uh, some, cal- like how we need to calm ourselves. And we will have to ensure that we have some regular routines, we sleep well, we eat on time before guiding the children.
0: Wow. You know, uh, as doctor was speaking, I think one thing that uh, he started with is such a strong comfort. If you are feeling anxious, you know what? You are normal, okay? Because you got a working brain, you are mentally healthy. That's why you are anxious, all right? And from a biblical perspective, anxiety is not lack of faith. Anxiety is not lack of trust in God. Uh, so medically, the way we are created, as you heard from doctor, God created us with the ability to respond. Yes. And it's normal to respond. Only thing, uh, as you heard today, <clears throat> we have to be careful to manage that. You cannot allow those feelings to rule you because then your kids also are going to be ruled by that because they probably learn from the behavioural pattern of parents. So, you heard it. I mean, I can't say it better than what he already said. So, fantastic. Thank you so much for helping us with that. Thank you. How does the anxiety actually come? Is it from just within us, as in just our mind, or is it caused by an external entity? Now, I understand that in the first answer you did clarify uh, something which I keep preaching, switch off that TV, not this channel. This channel is important for you. But all of this negative news, you know, switch it off. But apart from that, would you add uh, any other things which causes anxiety from externally? Or can there be severe conditions where there is some kind of a chemical imbalance or. Uh, some kind of a hereditary sickness where anxiety comes from within. Yes.
1: So, uh, we uh, see some people, uh, they are by nature anxious, somewhat anxious. Uh, So, that is there in their personality. Uh, In children, uh, for personality, we use uh, the scientific term temperament. Uh, So, temperamentally, some of the children are said to be anxious. Uh, So, uh, in adults, we use the term personality. So, uh, they, uh, we see commonly people amongst our family members also and some of our friends, relatives. Uh, and uh, even at the workplace, we may see some people where uh, we would be handling a situation coolly, but our friend uh, may apprehend that you no know, something is going to happen. Right. Right. And uh, so, they will become very jittery and uh, uh, they will start... Uh, having a lot of negative thoughts, saying that I'm going to fail or my boss is going to shout at me. Oh, this much responsibility, how to handle Oh, this Covid has come. Surely, something bad is going to happen to me and my family. So, uh, by nature, some people, uh, that is actually the hereditary component uh, in some people. And, uh, however, most people, uh, as I mentioned, uh, it is a transient kind of state of mind. Uh, Whenever any stress uh, happens, Uh, So, uh, again, talking about stress, I would like to mention that uh, nobody is immune to stress. Mm. So, irrespective of their age group, uh, social background, cultural background, whatever it may be, uh, stress is something ubiquitous part of life. And uh, right from the time we are born in this world till our death, some form or the other, we face stress. And uh, certain stressors are very minor, certain stressors are very major. And uh, sometimes even the positive kind of life events also can cause stress. To give an example, for parents, the birth of the child is a very joyous kind of occasion. In fact, for all the family members. But for the caregivers, taking care of that baby in the initial days, it is stressful. Yes. Uh, So, uh, an opposite thing can happen in a negative life event. Like for example, what we are seeing with the COVID, the infection uh, and many people getting affected. And uh, some of them severely affected, admitted in hospitals, dying, etc. We are seeing, listening to that news. Um, So, anxiety, I would say, is a state of mind. And uh, sometimes it is transient. And uh, at times, actually, in some people, not everyone, uh, it may reach a level which is pathological, uh, which is really uh, what we call as an anxiety disorder. Uh, So, what we need to remember is, not everyone has anxiety to that level. How do you... How do you… Uh, how do I phrase this question? How do you distinguish between
0: disorder and response? So, you said there is anxiety disorder and then the, the regular human response, which is anxiety. Uh, so, a response to a stress can be anxiety, but then you can also have anxiety disorder. So, how do you differentiate between the two?
1: Yeah. So, when it comes to the normal anxiety, so it is usually, as I mentioned, transient and also uh, our body is uh, built like that. Okay. So, our uh, brain and whatever the other systems in the body, and they are actually built like that. Uh, so, what we need to remember is that God has made us like that. So, suppose if, uh, say, uh, I have uh, to attend a conference, I have to give a presentation for the first time, Uh, and an international conference. Uh, So, I would definitely be anxious. And also, for a student, however well prepared they are when they are going to appear for an exam. So, somebody who is not prepared well, the anxiety is that whether I do well or not, whether I will fail. So, what will people think? So, that is anxiety. For someone who has prepared well, whether I will get the rank. So, that would be the anxiety. But it would be transient. Once the exam is over, like whatever marks they get, they are okay with that and they will move on. And uh, so uh, when i say that body is built uh, like that to respond so anxiety uh, we uh, when we are anxious uh, we get some thoughts in our mind so usually there is an apprehension um, there is also uh, a thought process wherein we feel that there will be some negative consequence so for example uh, you know a student appearing an exam he or she may fail uh, feel that they are definitely going to fail. Mm. Oh, this is going to be very bad. And I know that you know, today's mathematics uh, paper, I have not prepared well. And uh, you know, I am doomed. So, I will fail. And uh, he will imagine, sometimes actually, interestingly, they may start having images in their mind as if they are standing in front of parents. Parents are scolding them. And uh, their you know relatives have come. They are also saying that, what a shame you have done like this. and You, know, uh, you see at all your family members uh, no, they are so well-educated. So, all these things they will start imagining and they feel terrible during that time. Uh, they may start uh, crying. Uh, so, in fact, anxiety and sadness are very closely related uh, in the mind. or uh, Anxiety state. and sadness. Uh, that is the depression part. So, uh, these are closely related. So, a person who becomes uh, very anxious may also start feeling sad. But however, when it is in relation to a specific uh, or limited stress, it is usually a normal, transient kind of phenomenon. Uh, Other thing is, during that uh, phase, the person may start having some physical kind of uh, changes also in the body. Uh, Suppose when a person is anxious, uh, we see that their hands may tremble slightly. uh, Or they may sweat more, especially in the forehead, uh, palms and soles of feet, uh, palms of hands and soles of feet and uh, they may have uh, uh, some kind of uneasiness in the uh, chest or in the abdomen. Uh, some of them, they may have uh, dryness of mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they may want to consume some liquid, some water, they keep on sipping some water. Uh, sometimes there may be some uh, feeling of lightheadedness. They feel that uh, there is a reeling sensation, they are going to fall or something like that. Uh, these are all uh, some transient kind of uh, uh, no physical changes that, that get over actually in most people. Uh, When it moves to a disorder level, uh, it becomes persistent. These symptoms become persistent? Persistent. And uh, the person continues to have this kind of negative thinking that uh, there will be a bad consequence. In fact, sometimes the thinking may be like, uh, we call it as catastrophic thinking, Mm. wherein the person will feel uh, some very bad outcome will happen. So, this Covid has come. Uh, my parents are there at home uh, or if they are in the native place. So, I may start thinking that uh, no, uh, they will get infected with the COVID. Mm. No, uh, what if they become really sick and they are in the hospital? No, uh, it may be life threatening for them. So, like that, I will start getting thoughts. I get uh, very flustered. I can't stay here. Immediately, I have to go to my native place, see them. Mm. Uh, or I have to talk to them. Then only I will get… Or I will ask my friends to visit them if I am not able to. I become very anxious. And uh, So, when it becomes persistent, usually uh, persistent anxiety, if it is beyond uh, two weeks, uh, up to one month, like uh, if it's more than a few weeks or above a month, and uh, if it is accompanied by very clear uh, impairment of functioning of that individual, uh, like for example, the person is not able to concentrate in his day-to-day work. In the case of children, they are not able to concentrate on studies. They don't finish their homework assignments. Uh, they can't concentrate on the online classes. Uh, constantly, they will be worried. Uh, so, a person who is anxious will have what we call as a pathological worry. Something will happen, something will happen. Uh, so, uh, also in children, we see this uh, you know, uh, particular uh, you know, phenomenon where they will uh, keep asking questions and uh, seeking reassurance from adults. And uh, sometimes we will get annoyed, saying that same question he is asking repeatedly, I told you once, you know, nothing will happen. Why are you worried? Uh, no. So, that is something we see in anxiety and uh, uh, it is uh, when it becomes pathological, when it becomes an anxiety disorder, uh, what we need to understand is, among the psychological disorders, it is a very common kind of manifestation, one of the common disorders. And in fact, uh, whether it is in children or adults, among all the psychological disorders, uh, Along with depression, anxiety disorders are said to be most common. Okay.
0: As in, it's spread all over the world, is it? Yes. Okay. From what you are saying, uh, one, one of the thoughts that came to my mind is, when a person goes through a transient phase of like an exam or um, has to speak in a conference, So, they become anxious is very natural. But if a person continues to find reasons to be anxious and uh, when one, for example, when exam is over, they find the next reason to be anxious and even if it's not a reasonable reason, they still continue to be anxious and it is uh, attached with or has in addition physical symptoms that you mentioned. So that's when you get to know that it's persisted for over three weeks or five weeks and you kind of begin to realize it could be a disorder. Yes.
1: And it is affecting our day-to-day functioning. And also, this anxiety can be of different types. Uh, Some people we see, they are more anxious in the social situations. We call it as a social anxiety. so, anything to uh, do with uh, going, traveling to a place, meeting people, uh, mm-hmm. uh, making a presentation in front of a group of people, uh, so the person becomes anxious. Uh, so, there is there is also a behavioral component that comes with anxiety. Uh, in the case of social anxiety, the person may totally avoid. Like, suppose if I have to make the presentation, I will say that uh, no, uh, my colleague so-and-so from NIMHANS will be present today and they will... <laughs> attend to that so I will give a some excuse and I'll because you know just uh, participating in an event may be highly anxiety provoking for me so I'll keep avoiding and uh, but some of the social situations I'm compelled to participate so then when I am there I feel very flustered and then all this uh, physical symptoms may start then uh, you know I may actually uh, in fact due to this discomfort and all these things when uh, uh, no, I become uncomfortable when I am not doing well in that situation. That gives a negative feedback again to me saying right. that, see, you are not doing well, that means you are bad. Right. So, uh, no more reason that you have to avoid these kind of situations. So, it becomes a vicious cycle kind of thing. Ah, anxiety gets bigger and yes. bigger. And in some people, actually, uh, we call it as a generalized anxiety. They worry about everything. Mm. So, morning, you know, after waking up, they will just... Uh, know, come out and they'll say, oh, today is going to rain. Yeah, How i am going to go to the office? Whether I'll get the cabs or not. Oh, I have to drive. Uh, in Bangalore, this weather, <laughs> no, uh, there will be a lot of traffic jams. What a day, man. Like that, they'll start uh, cursing the, the situation. Uh, then, uh, if they're slightly late to the office, then again, they feel very bad. Bu- so, next, what is going to happen? Oh, my boss is going to definitely call and shout at me today. I'm not going to finish any work. And uh, most... Like, uh, no, today is going to be a very bad day. So then with that same thing, they will come home. They will expect that no children won't have finished their homework or something like that. I have to sit with them and uh, they won't cop. So, uh, they are worried about everything. And um, uh, so, we see that the anxiety can manifest in various uh, domains of one's life. And uh, sometimes it is… In students, we see this uh, form of anxiety very commonly called performance anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them they would even parents uh, know they tell us that uh, they are very good students. Uh, in fact they study very well regularly from the day one and they don't miss even a single assignment or a class but uh, just before exams, the child becomes very anxious mm. so two three days before exams uh, this guy will start having some vomiting, he'll not eat, he'll not be able to sleep properly, and he'll start crying saying that I'm not able to concentrate, I am reading, but I'm not remembering anything. Will I remember anything in the exam? Then they will say whether I should go to the exam or not. This is terrible. So parents also don't understand like what is he going through.
0: Yeah. So uh, anxiety very rarely is uh, coming from within as a hereditary or a pathological thing. Generally it comes from external. Thank you so very much. Thank you. It was a lovely time talking to Dr. John Vijay Sagar. God bless you. Thank you, doctor. In this situation, how do I manage depression and bad behavior? This pandemic have effects in the personality
1: development of the kids. This situation, especially after the onset of the COVID pandemic, uh, I would say is a very peculiar situation in the lives of children. Uh, And uh, parents have to encourage them To talk about these kind of feelings And uh, parents have to validate those feelings Parents have to say Yes, it is normal for you
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's message I believe that you are blessed Please connect with us for prayer or counselling Please do call us or visit our website Or visit us The details are given in the description We'll be glad to serve you Do subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to encourage you in your journey in Christ. Please do share it with your friends too by clicking the share button. We are praying for you. God has great plans for your life. Thanks again for participating, listening. God bless you.